Welcome to the podcast Kenya. We are your hosts, Andy Davies, Clear Earnshaw and Leon Weche. We are here to discuss all things training, nutrition, health and mindset. We aim to share knowledge through our own experiences and by interviewing local and international experts in their field. Our goal is to provide education and empowerment. We hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to episode two of the podcast and today we're going to be talking all about functional training and what it exactly means as I think it's uh yeah people have different interpretations of it so we will get into that um but first you know Andy's going to get an MRI done on his legs and uh I'm so when they do the M, like, what exactly are they looking for? Like, why why do you need it before you get the so with operation? me it's to see because you've got different types of knee surgery. Yeah, you've got different types of knee replacement, full partial. You've also got things where we can inject hyaluronic acid into your knee to sort of give some extra cushioning. So we look at how bad it is. You know, final assessment. Okay, we're gonna look at both my knees because both yeah. probably need. It's how my left one might, you know, have a few years left in it. Yeah. Right one, I think, currently has given up the ghost. Yeah. Like, you know, I barely can walk at the moment. Um, so it's a case of them giving MRI. When I spoke to a doctor, I told him about my history of my knees, and he was like, right, we better get you straight into an MRI. And, <laughs> but they were always concerned because they always gone about a bit young for a knee replacement. Cause, the only last 20 or 25 years oh. before you have to do it again. Because um, what happens is there's two metal ends, mm. titanium yeah. ends on each end of the bone, but in between we put a little plastic insert. So it rotates oh. on the plastic insert. Yeah. Now, it's that plastic insert that can, a bit like cartilage, yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so every 25 years, you might have to replace the plastic insert. And then depending on what's happened to the metal, whether we replace that. And that revision yeah. surgery is a lot more traumatic or can be if you have to replace the metal ends. Yeah. yeah. Because they've grown into the bone. Then, because oh, yeah. what we do is they trim off the bone and then, line. So basically, but, the end of the bone, that little knobbly bit, just yeah. gets cut off and placed and with then metal. They blow <laughs> and the bone grows into that. Gosh, it's, 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 it's serious, amazing. isn't it? Like, yeah, it's a pretty major operation. Mm. It's, it's yeah. not, it's, <laughs> like, we used to cut a big cut down the percent of your leg and, and what we do is push your kneecap out of the way. Now we do it actually a little less intrusively. Yeah. But we still move your kneecap out of the way. Yeah. Sometimes, depending on how the back of your kneecap looks, you have to replace that with a bit of something. Something. Little, you know, wow. That's... So there's a lot going yeah. on. So it's just seeing what the problem is. But um, I think the right one's there. But, you know, there is 30-year-plus ones now. Ooh, okay. Not co- yeah. in common usage. Yeah. But yeah, you know, but we'll see. Um, but is that yeah. is that uh, like the time considered? If you're like for you, you train, you walk, you're. you're well, that's the thing. Guy. I'm gonna be active, but also yeah. I'm not gonna be. Mass- oh, I suppose I'm still relatively heavy for compared to common 
folk. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, not uh, yeah, not not dangerously heavy, I guess. Yeah. No, yeah. exactly. So it's, it's, it's catch twenty two. You know, it depends. I'm not going to be running marathons or anything. Yeah. No. I, although I joke about going back playing rugby, I won't be playing rugby. <laughs> no. Um, no rugby. No bulking for you. <laughs> I probably yeah, I probably won't do squats much anymore. Yeah. But we'll see. Um, the reality is, it's going to be a six month rehab period. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can't drive for six weeks after or anything because your legs kind of locked into mm-hmm. a straight position with a quickest thing. You have to use like a walking frame for the first couple of weeks. Wow, it's really serious. If they do both legs at the same time, I'll be in a wheelchair. So, obviously. yeah, I mean, that I mean that would be. I mean, in a way, it's better that you're in the UK, like where you yeah. were here. Yeah. That would have been really hard for you, like the no yeah. driving in particular. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, stuck on phone. Yeah, you'd be. But, um, well, it's not too bad, I guess. But yeah, it's <laughs> just in case of emergencies, I, I suppose yeah. like hip operation, like hip replacements, are much easier, aren't they? Because it's yeah. a, 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 a very simple, simple mm. joint. Whereas yeah. the knee, there's so much going on there. Gosh, not nerves as well. Mm. Which well, now there's also many. In, in, with time, there's so many machines for you. Even the gym, it's. I guess you don't even have to worry about that. Yeah, You'll still you, be able to. Yeah. That'd be nice, I think, once I get through a rehab, I think yeah. I'll feel pretty much... Because these, these numbers tend to be based on elderly patients because yeah. the majority of people get their knees. Yeah. So I might actually recover a lot sooner. Probably, yeah. I think so, you would. And that would be really interesting. You're an active guy yeah. anyway, so yeah. We're, yeah. we're taking... You've been training, so bone density is good, all that. Yeah. Muscle around. Yeah, you... Might, well, that's the thing. My leg muscle's decent enough, so yeah. I'm hoping. Yeah. Might be good research for them, also. You know, just yeah, you'd something. be a good case study. Yeah, like yeah, like. But they, like in in two thousand and three, or back way back then, twenty years ago, a doctor looked at my knee and said he'd never seen when I first done my knee and had surgery. When he was looking for it through an endoscope thing for doing the arthroscopy, he said he'd only ever seen a knee like mine in a sixty-five-year-old patient. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> He's never seen one so bad as a young person. <laughs> that was twenty years ago. So, you know, it just shows you, you know. It, it, when they told me never play yeah. any contact sport again, rugby. But I can't even play rugby for years after that. So yeah. Yeah. kinda shows you also how sports is a uh, it's no joke when it comes but, to well, yeah. yeah. But I think if you keep your legs strong for you know, yeah, your, your actual quad muscles and things and yeah. hamstrings, actually you can get away with quite a lot of knee We're instability. Into, mm. I haven't had a cruciate ligament, anterior cruciate ligament in this right leg since 2023, and in the left leg since 2008. Yeah, mm. com- mm-hmm. comes down to, yeah, I guess muscular strength, stability, you know, joint mobility, and recovery at the end. Yeah, as a yeah, as a sports player, yeah. yeah. If you're not, if 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 anything's off there, then then something might. I guess that's the difference between guys who play for. A longer time, say like the LeBron James and yeah. Conor McGregor guys who just take care of themselves differently. Well, I guess it to... depends on the sports like tennis. I think your knees get a battering as oh, well yeah, from man. all that lateral. Yeah, yeah. Generally rugby, American mm. football tends to be bad for knees. Mm. Rugby, you know, southern start stop sport yeah. squash. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's why guys like Roger Federer, are, you know, it's like amazing. amazing. They just yeah. they keep getting better. As they age, he's got um, I imagine there's a genetic component. <laughs> yeah, I was a, has to. My dad so. had bad knees. Definitely. Yeah. I got bad knees. I imagine, like, you know, we just have, like, weakened, like, smaller yeah. joints or something. Um, yeah. And then some people also just 
lucky with injury. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's only one little split second in any sport game where yeah, you can be slightly off line or something, your weight moves one way and your leg yeah. moves the other. Where you mess it up, you know. Reality is, you know, you just don't. You, you know, you could be lucky and that not happen. Yeah, because yeah, there are many guys who are super amazing at their sport, but it's like every season you hear injury, 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 yeah. no matter what they do. So I, I feel definitely genetics. You can fight it as much as you want, but <laughs> yeah, big, big. Uh, and I mean, often when role. you get an injury, like, you know, an ankle or one or something, you know, it just kind of, it's recurring. It's it just never the same. Weaker. Yeah. Um, but it'll yeah. be, yeah, it'll be great chatting with you afterwards and, <laughs> you know, tracking your recovery yeah, and like what <laughs> kind of physio <laughs> you're doing. Yeah, physio. When you're nice <laughs> and high. <laughs> <laughs> reporting live from oh. the operating room. Yeah, I'm interested in the yeah. physio part. Yeah, oh. the physio rehab will be. Yeah, I'm going to physio, but I can't drive, so I'm just going to have to keep getting people driving me. Physio, yeah, yeah. Just maybe... few weeks are going to be annoying. Yeah, yeah just the yeah, rehab. Frustrating. You'll need so. functional training, Andy. Yeah, I guess <laughs> functional to walk. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that uh, seeks us nicely into yeah functional training and what it actually means because. I think it's bandied about so much on Instagram and social media. It really gets my go away. Like, ooh, functional workout. And the person doesn't yeah. even really know what that means. And I find like most functional sort of workouts that you see people doing on social media are like combination movements mm-hmm. or like the kind of, what do you call it? Like natural movement. Even just... um, you know, like everything, you know, like CrossFit claims to be functional. Yeah. F45, yeah. you know, I think the FM45 is functional. functional. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, functional 45 me, minutes, is it? Is it? Let's have yeah. a look. Like, I think so. Let's yeah. check. Like, first things first, it's CrossFit. Well, functional training is not CrossFit. Like, let's just... Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. It's, the F stands for functional training, a mix of circuit and hit style workouts, geared Both. towards everyday movement... For 45 minutes, is it? <laughs> but yeah, but the thing is, when there are like kettlebell swings and things, everyday movements, this is like, which blows my mind. It's like when CrossFit claims, as you said, they started off claiming to be functional. Yeah. What, walking on your hands? <laughs> it's not something I do daily. It's functional for them. It's functional. It's so funny, isn't it? Like, And it's so seductive. People love that. You know, when you say that, you know, and it's, you know, what's more functional is for me just a squat. Yeah, walking. <laughs> overhead press. Most functional, yeah. A carry. Yeah. Things that mimic you, that will have carryover, yeah. rather, to This is like life. farm's walk. Yeah. Essentially, that's like carrying your shopping in. Yeah. yeah. You know, box steps, because yeah. it's like walking upstairs. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think if we were to go into, like, what is functional for everyone, then you mm. have to, you, you nitpick. You can't be like, yeah. Overhead snatches. Are, you can't. That's the thing. Or, but most, most just aren't. Those are technical lifts as well. Yeah. And you yeah. like, you know, day to day, people, activity levels are that you know. Functional patterns are different to this functional training. I think understanding, like you know, how we move and yeah. you know. You know, things like bending down to pick your kids yes. up, yeah. trying to bend, you know, you know, a bit like when you do a squat, you're bending down, you're trying mm. to think, you know, knees, knees moving forward, what's my mm. ankle mobility like? Mm. Yeah, you know, and that's kind of 
you know, a functional pattern of movement. It's like, oh, I'm going to get down low as I can and lift up through the legs. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like you said, it's, um, you know, with all training, it's like deadlifts are functional. But when you think about it, deadlifts, you hear, oh, spine neutral, hips back. And it's like no one picks anything up like that. You know, spine is meant to say, move. Who, and whoever deadlifts day to day in their real life, it's like, yeah. you know, and that's just the problem, you know, when we do do things in real life, non, you know, Sorry. our actual functionality is pretty poor. Because, yeah. You know, I don't think, like, you know, deadlift is just like we don't do day to day in real life. It's like we lift things, but we don't set up properly and it's not straight off the floor, two hands. It's like, it's a reality of what is functional and what isn't, you know, starts becoming a bit blurred there because yes, we lift things, but yeah. there's a pattern there that mm. doesn't change. I think that's the important thing. Yeah. yeah. And I think movement, the joints and everything else is fine. Yeah. And I think in dumb exercise, well, it's social media and everything. And exercise doesn't have to be sort of, functional in life for it to be effective it could be used to improve a certain functionality you know like like we're just talking now with um, andy's uh, knee after surgery the therapy or whatever exercise you do they'll be functional in helping him come back to doing what he used to do before but it doesn't mean just because a deadlift isn't functional in daily life it won't help you do other you know, other daily movements, other daily things, because it's strengthening muscles you need on a daily. So yeah. I think uh, it's, it's functional has been abused and bastardized just to sell programs and mostly classes and also yeah. mostly hit. I'm doing it in air quotes because, yeah, you know, you don't true. do hit for 45 or an hour, 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah. that, that isn't really, that's just an aerobics class. But yeah, so... Yeah. That's the thing, it's like, you take a movement, and now we're speeding it up to mm-hmm. fit into how many you can do in a minute before you change station. There's nothing it's functional just, about that. It's, it's just like, it's quicker. Well, racing in day-to-day life, it's like, you know, you know, even if you replaced it with exercises that were remotely like what we do day-to-day, it's still, you know, you can't speed it up. It's like, yeah. It's like, you know, we're not rushing everywhere. We're not, like, mm, not quick, no. we're okay, we're shopping in in like 10 seconds and go get another bag. Yeah, we're right. We'll change stations, go do the kitchen, pick the laundry out of the washing machine, and 45 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody, I love those um, reels on Instagram. I think it's bid the best you can be. Oh, yeah. They're so funny. It's <laughs> He's like, right. it's I don't know how he, what he calls it, but like, yeah, if, if you're being functional in real well, life, in life, they're yeah. so funny. <laughs> You applied like, your exercises. Yeah, and it's kind of like yeah, deadlifting or you know, to close the washing, the, the dishwasher or something stupid Snatching like that. Snatching your shopping bag. Yeah. Yeah, people really take that too far, and I think what you guys have said is, is so interesting. I mean, like, yeah, Andy's not going to be doing F45 after his uh, knee replacement. Yeah. That would be like the worst thing to do, and yeah. it's just... The main functionality is going to be walking yeah and, that, and for so many people even a squat would be you know that's yeah that that really is and you've you know i guess you can look to different populations of course it's going to be unique to certain people yeah. um on what is functional for you and i mean i was 
there was a great comment from Morag the other day on one of my reels. I was just saying that, you know, women are so scared to train during pregnancy, you know, yet they're, you know, they're lifting their toddlers, they're lifting their car seats, they're, you know, carrying all their shopping, but they're scared to pick up like a, a weight. Whereas, you know, for them, you know, tr you know, training, you, you, in a way, like your goals during pregnancy to be functional are, are quite specific. So it's a lot of like, you know, posterior chain strengthening um, and just keeping you at that mid-back mobile because of course your breasts are getting bigger and like when you breastfeed your posture can be pretty bad so just you know a lot of opening of the chest and things like that so it's you know it's you know again like the, the sort of functionality there is going to be different to yeah it's like I get a lot of or oh, I've had a lot of, you know at different times new new mums and actually new parents mm. who struggle with back pain. And it's because they hadn't done the foundation work yeah. before the baby came in the sense that, you know, if you, you know, if you do a good, strong back, you've done, you know, you strengthened your back a bit, bending down pick up, you know, that would crave a, you know, a young baby, uh, you know, it's or standing, holding a baby. That's almost, you know, what your functionality is now going to be for the majority mm -hmm. of day to day. And, you know, just holding the baby, you know, we get sort of asymmetric yeah. backs. They always pick, especially when you've got toddlers, you, know, you see it all the time. People scoop them up one-handed <laughs> without thinking actually about their body move at a time. Yeah. But it's always on the same side. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean... I went for a pelvic floor physio on Wednesday and that was really interesting. I mean, no one does uh, functional classes for the pelvic floor, yet that is like... Which is the huge. most functional thing, yeah. It's massive. Um, so again, you know, it's... it's That would be quite funny. F45 for the pelvic floor. Yeah. <laughs> change stations. Do you keep us? Move on to the next thing. Do you breathe in? Yeah, yeah, do you breathe in? <laughs> We could sell that. I, I, if you wrote a program and called it like functional, you know. You the thing is, you got to release it in California. Yeah. <laughs> if it makes it big yeah. in California, you can sell it out then, But I think, uh, I think even right now, like you said, doing a writing a program for, like a real functional program, I don't think most people would. It, it it would be hard, you know. Farmers carries walking every day, kind of. Well, I mean, there's the. I guess you, it's it's the the main movement patterns that we were talking about. Yeah, and like those I'm, are the most functional. Cause the I thing think, is, it would be a boring class because yeah, you'd have that's to what start I'm thinking. At the beginning, <laughs> building those movement patterns. Like yep. the first, you'd lose everyone on the first yeah. class because it's like at first right. we're gonna we're just gonna check just, our ankle yeah. mobility. <laughs> are you gonna yeah. work? 10 15 minutes on anchor mobility, I mean, a hip mobility. Yeah, I'm not losing weight here, mm -hmm. I'm not sweating, my fat's not crying. It's true, it's so true. Yeah. It's so funny because, like, we were we've been like talking with, with Tibu, you know, who do the blood work, and maybe helping them do uh, like fitness events. Seminars and we, and we had to say, Look, we're not doing your typical boot camp thing, that's just not who we are. Like, better we focus on foundational movement patterns and mobility mm. and, and you could just see them like yeah like yeah ah. like that, that's, <laughs> that's not, gonna be fun it's not and, and then, sexy it's yeah. just not is it like if you like okay if i was doing a typical yeah like functional program yeah it would be all these complicated movements in it wouldn't it um and like i said the combination movements um more kind of plyometric stuff and i was like but it, it really, it yeah, really it's, isn't. It's crazy how people would rather 
do a class where they're struggling to do advanced movements than do an actual, you know, let's call it basic foundational class where <laughs> they're actually going to progress. And it might be boring in the beginning, you know, like even if it's just push-ups holding, just holding the top of a push-up, an ISO or a negative, whereas compared to where we're doing half reps, looking like That's wiggling worms. Like, exactly. <laughs> so it's, and the thing is, you know, you're sweating and it's not, but that's all well and good. We go at it hard for weeks and we're loving it because the endorphins are going. Yeah. And suddenly we get an injury and they're out for weeks and people then struggle to get back into exercise. And we've all had clients who come in and said, oh, yeah, I was trained doing this, doing that, and I've, mm-hmm. you know, I've had a bad back and I've mm-hmm. hurt this, hurt that, hurt my shoulder. And you're like, well, uh, you know, how are you doing it? I mean, when you see them actually send you a video of them, you know, even using, say, a shoulder press machine, you're like, yeah. Why, why's, your, why, you know, why's your bum moving so far forward? Yeah. Why are you waking up on a slight twist and, you know, all this sort of stuff. Where it's all well and good going ham, for, you know, in a circuit class. Yeah. And you will lose weight. You know, calories burn, you know, great. But for optimal body composition, you're never going to get... You're more likely to get injured before you get... Yeah, it's obviously people do well and have like good natural movement, yeah. but a lot of others of the general public just don't because it's alien. And people start these classes day one. Mm-hmm. We go from doing nothing, sitting at home. Oh, well, it's January first, and we'll run down to a new CrossFit center and just sign up, or F forty five, or whatever functional training or circuit training, and you know. Yeah, and it's, I find it sad. It's um, or. For a long time, aerobics used to be, you know, the classes guys did. And then now it's it's all this, you know, functional stuff with heavier weights than most people can handle. When in, in real sense, if you wanted to sort of go into CrossFit, if you started with a nice aerobics class, you'd be better off, you know, building the endurance there. You're just using your body weight. You're punching the air. You're moving. If that's what you like, instead of going into a class the first day just because it's called functional and you're there already you know snatching and and if you're building endurance you're better off walking doing a nice 30 minute aerobics class and just just move around and it's 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 crazy how they've replaced the aerobics classes which were actually helping people get into the gym and build up that gym endurance uh, over a long time yeah, well, I think there's functionality in sport as well. As in, yeah. you can have functional training for a specific sport. Mm-hmm. As in, um, Seb Kaya's BJJ coach, who you know, I sometimes have trained with, he does circuits on the fly. He was trying to get me to do them. I was like, not with my knees. Yeah. But they're purely yeah. for being better at BJJ. So there's a bit of grappling thrown mm-hmm. in, but mm-hmm. there's also some various movements that relate to BJJ you know, where you need your strength. But like in rugby, you know, you even you can separate out for position. Certain positions need to work on different yeah, functionality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, that's true functional training for a specific sport, um, not functional, functional training for day to day. I think, you know, there is a difference there. And I think that's great. Bit, finding something and going like, what do I need to do to be able to do this better? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, is what functional training is about. And going, okay, so 
scrubbing, you know, push your swing up and down, push your sled up and down. You know, that is functional for practicing your scrubbing and driving and stuff. You know, bending down, picking things up, like, you know, weighted medicine balls, moving them, mm-hmm. like, you know, which is fine. But then people use it to be functional for every day. And every day, what people do, you know, they're walking, they're, you know, looking, cleaning, looking after the house, going shopping. Yeah, sitting. Yeah, you know, what's fun- <laughs> sitting down a lot? Typing. Yeah, so what's functionality for sitting down? And, you know, that's sort of, you know, being you're better off working on getting your desk at the right height and your chair at the right yeah. height, and things like that. Yeah, you know, work on a bit of wrist mobility. Yeah, standing up every up. hour. <laughs> that's <laughs> true functional. You mm-hmm. know, things like you know, long distance. Well, yeah, you know, what does a lorry driver functional? You get to a functional fitness class. It's like well. Yeah, it's not really functional for what you do day to day. Yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, like we get quite a few cyclists and and mm. runners, and it's like, well, yeah, a bit of strength training is so beneficial to that, and like for cyclists because they're hunched over so much, you know, you want to work on that. Mm. Um, and but I mean, the power is in the legs, and then you know, depending what type of running you do, if it's long distance, yeah, you know, if you're a sprinter, Sprint. whatever, that's also yeah. going to play into it. And I mean, even with cardio, um, you know, people, when they start, <clears throat> Leon, <laughs> they're like, right, hill sprints, this, 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 and this. I'm like, why don't you I just... I was enjoying it. I know that's, you are, but my body was I, like, I think dude. people with cardio go into it too fast. And it's like, just spend time building that aerobic base and zone too fast and like everything else we've talked about like it's not it's not you know sexy like hill sprints you're not like dead at the walking, end of the session walking then walking on an incline yeah you'll be right then yeah just build up it, and it can take it can take time like people are so impatient <laughs> i started with very but, little very but the problem, minimum, the problem with you, Leon, minimum is sprints. you're a bit like me yeah you've been able to run a bit or you've played sport yeah yeah you've added a bit of extra size since then mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's a like there's a i guess it's it's like a how do you call it like a a line you're like no because I'm always I, like, I just, that, but... I'm like, just go out and walk, <laughs> jog, walk fast up the hill. You will be in zone two and it's like, yeah, comes yeah, back like, sweating, like, drenched, like, yeah, next week, sick. No, it was nice. I did my, <laughs> I did my nice short sprint. I did, no, nice walk and jog and then did mobility and everything right. And then, yeah, after two sessions, the body's like, dude. You're not just, ready for this. I was like, that's why fart lecking's good because yeah. you know you do the walk and you mm-hmm. you, you shorten, so you do a longer walk, yeah. short jog, and even short sprint. I mean, you change those percentages, so you actually yeah. shorten the walk, increase the yeah. jog, keep the sprint short. No, yeah, yeah. fart lecking's really good. Extend. I think that's such a great way to do it. But I, yeah, like zone two is actually should be really easy. Like you feel like you could do that forever and ever. And it really helps you build your base. Because I think people just jump into that like zone four, three, four, five. You know, you yeah. need, you, you've, with everything, you've got to start at the, uh, right at the beginning of those, of the, of the base of the patterns, whatever you're doing. And yeah. I mean, like with all the clients we get, we'll do a basic movement assessment. You know, yeah. even if it's online, you can still, we still get them to do videos just so we can see, even if they're, uh, you know, said they've been training before, you know, because you sometimes pick up different things. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I train a few personal trainers and, you know, they actually really like sending in their videos because, yeah, you, you know, you're having a fresh set of eyes, but just getting that initial 
yeah, pattern down, like you could be like, okay, well, this is what we need to actually work on for you. Um, and, and then, you know, build, build up slowly on that. And it's, yeah, like you said, Andy, it's boring if you're doing like 15 minutes of ankle mobilizations, but you know, it's really going to pay off. Um, yeah. And I, sorry, no, it's no, just no. what you've said. I think that's the first, um, step to finding out what is functional to you, how you move, how your joints move. Like that initial assessment that will define, even if you're trying to do CrossFit, bodybuilding, it's the same movements, but how your initial assessment, mobility, movement, how you move initially will determine how you progress the movements. And, you know, if you use a barbell to start with kettlebell and dumbbell ETC. So I think that's that's what people forget. We we, 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 we don't all move the same, even if we're doing the same exactly. class. Even if there's nothing wrong, you can like, you can enjoy your classes, everything. But remember, we don't all move the same. So, and that's the I thing. I think that's the problem with something like CrossFit, where everyone gets there. You got one instructor or whoever at the front showing you how to deadlift or how to squat, yeah. and then they want everyone to do it identically. Yeah, yeah. Or everyone's got different lever lengths and everything else. And then they're getting you to do it quickly. Yeah. So, you know, and that's where the problems start lying, you know, um, because it is a competition. Mm-hmm. You know, we're saying like CrossFit is about getting PRs yeah, and yeah. Then beating everyone else around you and being up the leaderboard. And the reality is, you know, that's pushing people to not take their time and go for it, but where their technique may not be the best, you know, where what we should be doing is. They specifically say, say we're talking about squat, they specifically training a squat for their levers mm. and, or the deadlift for their levers and finding what works best for them. Not, And it won't necessarily look the same as everyone else's. Yeah. Yeah. Should probably throw calisthenics in there. I just thought about that. How I, I just remember I had this one client and he was obsessed with, mm. I guess it, it is that like natural movement with calisthenics and how like, a lot of these superheroes on TV train are like oh, yeah. it's the ultimate functional workout. Um, and there is a lot of calisthenics in there, but it's like, how is, is it called the bear flag? Or, you know, when they're like, Oh yeah. The flag yeah. Or something. Like, um, Cause I think a lot of I people see the calisthenics like as the ultimate functional. I think workout. they're cool. I mean, look good. Yeah. But they're not functional. Like day to day, you're not having to pull yourself up through high windows and stuff. And, you're not vaulting over stuff day to day because you just aren't. Yeah, you know, maybe if you were say, and you look at this like a mountain rescue type, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, firefighter or something where yeah. you know, sort of in the military where you've got to pull yourself. And that's where a lot of these calisthenics come from, military yeah. training, mm-hmm. where you low low level levels of equipment, so you do pull ups and press ups, yeah. you know, and it's about pulling pulling yourself through windows and up mm. onto roofs and things. Yeah, but day day to day, yeah, you don't need to turn yourself into a flag. And I think, you know, guys, yeah. <laughs> it's like we haven't got the flag, boys. Send them up. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I and I think, guys, forget a lot of what you'll see on like Instagram. They're way advanced. Like oh god, like someone yeah. doing a flag. It's probably That's he's hard. been doing thousand push-ups for fifteen years, and then yeah, he was able to and do the flag for entertainment as well. Some yeah. people don't realize, you know, he'll do it. And it may not be one take. It might be no. his tenth take to get it perfectly. And then 
you'd get a photo and it looks good. But the reality is, he's, you know, it's just something he's, yeah, it, he's been building up to over years, as you rightly are. Yeah, and I'm sure if you see his training, it is, like we say, the foundational movements all through getting stronger so he can do that for entertainment. <laughs> I, I, so. did, I did find that client really frustrating because, like, <laughs> you know, they would just get injured. And I'm like, you know, you may want to do this, but for you, it is not practical. Not. For you, the basics, and basic doesn't mean easy, Yeah, are the best <laughs> thing to prevent injury. You know, all these other calisthenics and cool superhero things look cool, but for your, you, your body has they ain't functional no. at all. <laughs> and it's just... At, I was going to say, strongman training, part of that, you know, a sort of function of a bygone era, but, but oh, the yeah, reality of that, mm. even they do separate gym work yeah, yeah. build a foundation yeah. before they do so their training split into gym work and then um strongman uh, equipment work or uh, um, event work yeah. where we work on a specific event okay, so yeah, one yeah. session they do maybe you know work do some just gym work in their shoulders and stuff and then in the second session, they'll probably do, say, at the stones or throwing yeah. something. Or pulling a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. So that'd be on a, a pool day. Yeah. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> but we do. We do split yeah. it a bit like that. Yeah. In the sense that they'll have the gym work for their ancillary muscles. Mm-hmm. And then they will do the event work. So we still do the basics. Yeah. And then, the, the, you know, for event work on top. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess it works a bit like sports. If you're a rugby player, you need to play rugby. Yeah. You need to go on the field. Yeah. So, it's and that's what's functional. Yeah, yeah. The actual the actual gameplay is a functional bit. Yeah, you know, because the gym's there to build your foundation of your core strength. Yeah, it's like what what muscles am I using most? Let's work on strengthening those core especially mm. the core in rugby yeah you know strong back strong stomach you know mm-hmm. being able to turn move quickly you know so i mean legs and things to give you a base foundation but you know as you know i tell young guys because i was given this advice by guy called zinzan brook who used to be captain of new zealand when i played him he always said People are too in a rush to go to the gym without working on the basics. Yeah, I was going to say the same. That, his <laughs> basics were like passing off either hand, all the basic mm-hmm. movements in rugby, the skills before the gym. That's his his motto, and, you know. And that's why he played number eight, but he kicked a drop goal from like you know a twenty-two, you know, a fifty-meter line in a, in a game, and, you know. Not many number eights have ever done that. That's because he had worked on his no. basics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess that's where, you know, like in the karate kit, wax on, wax off. You know that? Yeah, it, it, it really is. And the gym's no different. So yeah. we talk about the gym, it's no different. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what are the basics? Yeah, everyone's watching karate kid and, you know, wax in the car, wax on, wax off, paint the fence. It's boring. You know, <laughs> it's boring. And he was bored in it. But, yeah. you know, when they came to that fight and he's doing, you know, yeah. he's like, oh, yeah, I get it now, I get yeah. it. But, you know, and the same in the gym, when you get there and you start working on, Anchor mobility, hip mobility, you know, thinking about, I, you know, I work on, I have done on my ankle mobility, just from sitting down on the sofa occasionally, you know, working out, instead of just getting up mindlessly thinking, right, if I bring my ankles in towards the sofa, yeah. step my knees forward, how far can I get up? 
yeah. just step up. You know, okay. and it's just, you know, come. I was going to say sometimes, well, I guess we we do blame coaches a lot sometimes because we are, we are the ones who are supposed to guide you, but also sometimes it's the clients who are too quick or just guys in the gym who want to skip the basics because, well, like we said, they're, they're a bit boring. And I think it, it would help also if most coaches were like, you know what, like, no, like this is it. These are the steps you take. And instead of trying to be sound flashy and you know make you sweat and and i think that's where the whole functional mess has just has just come in and it's 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 quick to make things look cool so you, you can sweat and be like oh yeah you know i was doing a thousand kettlebell swings and jumping on a box crawling and and it, it's it's yeah box jumps yeah it's yeah no box jumps <laughs> i think <laughs> yeah i mean it's also how you program your week you know how we always talk about like having some cardio in mm. i would say is very functional but also yeah. you know you don't need to be training every day kind of thing i mean just all the things we always talk about and i mean if you're trying to build yourself you, you know, just like a, if, you, if you're not playing sport or anything like yeah, that, yeah. you know, like the main the main movement patterns is is your squat, your hinge, is it lunge, carry, mm, and, and uh, like an overhead push and pull. Push and pull, yeah. You know, you don't you you program those in. You know, however it works for your split, and you know, have some cardio, build on your base first. Yeah, I think I think those six, those six movements work. Sexy for, functional program. Yeah, they work for every sport. You start there. Yeah. You start there. I mean, you can build from there. And that's the point. That's what people don't realise. It's mm. it's it's building blocks. Yeah, start mm. with a solid foundation. Yeah. When you build towards more complicated stuff, and we've all had clients where, yeah, you, know, you do their program and say, "Oh, we've done a lot of these exercises before." Yeah. You always go, well, "Yeah, there's a yeah. reason for that." And <laughs> they'll always be there. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're not changing. Yeah, you know, I might change the order or the yeah. range or you know the cadence. But the reality is, yeah. you know, there are certain exercises that work nicely based on your level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no need to complicate things. The, you know. There's a coach I follow on IG, and he asked a very good question. And I even asked myself that question. He was like, you know, you have training and you have your thousands and thousands of exercises but everyone is going to have a set of like you know 10 to 15 you're going to do your whole life so he was asking a good question he's like you found exercises that work that move well with your body who said you have to keep changing them every year or every yeah. rotation yeah like this work and you have your certain movement with three variations you can change you know, your squat, maybe mm-hmm. you're good with your goblet, hack squat, and yeah, leg extension. Exactly. Who said you have to change and start doing others? Like, there's no rule where a program needs to change every... But I think, I think like, a lot of coaches are scared they'll lose clients if they don't change it. It did make it exciting. Yeah, he did say that. And, you know, and some people need that excitement yeah. i myself i'm more like a dorian yates i would just do the same exercise day in day out for years at end mm. just progress the same ones and i'll be happy with that yeah. some people though you know, like to have variation they're in the gym with all this fancy equipment they yeah at some point try it all out and you know 
And I'm not against that as long as I got the basics in yeah. first. Yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> that, but with a realistic notion of it, you know, it's not necessarily going to make you better using yeah, the, exactly. the equipment. You've got to start from the ground again. Yeah. Unlike once you've been using a piece of equipment, it's like you're already now quite strong on this piece yeah. of equipment. You can keep adding. Yeah, and also you just get stronger. And I guess in your arsenal of exercises, you're not doing all of them in a session. So you still have yeah. quite a bit of exercises to <laughs> rotate Definitely. around. So that's the thing. Too many people throw everything into in the kitchen sink into their sessions. Yeah, <laughs> you really. Yeah, we have like you know two hour long sessions and stuff. Yeah, you're doing every every imaginable machine. I think there. one, not one, but a movement pattern that people do neglect is like lateral. Mm. Because so much is just up and down, up and down, up and down. I think more people could add in some side to side and a bit of rotational mm-hmm. in there as well. Rotational is one I think is forgotten a lot. Mm. And things like, there's nothing better than teaching someone just that basic twisting motion and then progressing it maybe to Russian twists or, mm. to, or chops and stuff. Yeah. You know, but just starting with just actually you know, rotating your torso, not just your shoulders turn. Yeah. And, yeah, Because a lot of people don't realise they have a lack of mobility in their rotational part of their spine, you know, their lower spine, you know, their hips, everything moves, you just turn around on the spot and you're like, let's try and keep your feet there, and your body there, yeah. and, you know, and then start moving your torso right round. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's where it could be functional if you have kids. Add some throwing into your exercises and, you know, make it make it fun for what? you. Throwing, throwing kids? No, no, no. <laughs> throwing stuff with your kids. Fun. <laughs> don't Very throw functional. The, don't throw the kids. You know, maybe you do. Don't throw the kids. <laughs> throw stuff with them, yeah. <laughs> throw stuff and, at them, what? But, no, no, like, throwing the ball. Yeah, okay. throw toys. Because you, you do hear a lot of, like, I, I, well, even, I guess, social media, you see a lot, and you hear dads, you know, just talking about how swinging a bat and something yeah, cold like, oh. and, and it's, it's and this is and this is and this brings down the whole problem yeah. of like people not having foundational movement like the amount of time people get injured moving furniture in the house <laughs> you know moving a washing machine you know moving the bed whatever it may be you know that's when they get injured because they haven't got a core foundation mm-hmm. of movement but also having strength for their core yeah yeah a lot of back injuries are caused by weak cores where or asymmetrical co- you know core muscles which can cause the spine to misalign and then you get bulging and vertebrae movement and disc movement i guess that's why even some you find say anyone who's started bodybuilding or just training straight without having a history of sports they there's there's a bit of lack of rotational because Bodybuilders just don't work on um, any sort of lateral rotation. There's, or... no, mo- there's no mobility yeah. in the joints. Mm. And if you go straight not... from nothing to yeah. bodybuilding. Yeah, it's not functional to bodybuilders, so it can be forgotten. And yeah. I mean, I would just say that never be afraid to go back to building the foundation, oh, no matter exactly. how advanced you think you are. Yeah. I like just taking the example of like the pelvic floor work. I, I thought I had pretty good control, <laughs> but then the physio is showing me like this movement where it's like an elevator. So it's really for pelvic floor control. So you, you think of engaging your pelvic foot. I tried, I tried to get Leon to do this. But he would so it's like you're engaging <laughs> it, which is a Kegel, but like an elevator. So you're going up to floor one and then floor two and then relax down and down. And it's so hard. And I just think 
you know, never be scared to go back to the basic movement pattern. Sometimes I did that, like when I hurt my back deadlifting, I just went back to, you know, because often it is a flaw in how you move mm. in, in your technique. And, you know, if you just think, oh, well, I'm, you know, I've been doing this for years, it's always worked. It's like, well, therein could be the problem. Yeah, time to and change. And you need to just go, go back to the, you know, reduce the weight, film yourself, you know, or work with someone else. And who could, you know, fresh pair of eyes on how you move and, and adjust it because, you know, like Leon said, everyone deadlifts differently. And I mean, we've talked on it here before how like we each favor a certain type of deadlift that works better for us. And, you know, you can have, I mean, there's infinite ways to do things like placement. Like we've worked with, with a physio who, you know, had us um, have like our feet slightly, yeah. um, I don't know how you, how you offset, was, off, offset that's yeah. the word, offset position. Um, so it's yeah, you know, always, you know, don't don't be scared to go back, and because you'll yeah. you'll come back stronger. And you know. I've done it at different times, and you know, I think we all have. You know, you mm. just strip it all back. I've done it with my squats at different times, yeah, where I'm like, you know, am I squatting for strength, or am I squatting mm. for muscle engagement? And I stripped it back to really focus more on getting muscles activated and not lifting, you know, yeah, back same. essentially. And same with deadlifts, you know, and finding what works better. And this, you know, it's, it's no problem going into a gym and taking all the weights off and starting just from the bar again. Yeah. yeah. That's you know, people thing. think they're going to be judged and no one cares. Honestly, yeah. no one. As I say this to loads of people, everyone's so busy in their own world in the gym. No one's probably even looking at you. Mm-hmm. Unless you're mm-hmm. training in weird little hot pants and you your underwear. Yeah. No, it's 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 crazy because I'm thinking even like Andy said for a long time I was I didn't want to reduce my squat because I like doing heavy squats and I thought yeah I'm the man at gym yeah. doing and then well after a while I guess you can say you grow differently you mature goals change and I wanted to improve my squat and now. I feel like I do squat. I feel the muscle better. I squat better, but not as heavy as I used to. And it's the same thing. I get guys who squat heavier to do the same, you know, uh, sort of technique. And later it's like, I thought I was strong. And it's like, yeah, you're strong when you do it like that. But if you do it, you know, if you improve on your technique and engage the muscle differently, you realize you don't need five plates and well unless you're trying to be a power lifter or strongman and that that's your that's gonna be one thing enjoyable about once i have my knee surgery is actually on a lot of exercises i'm gonna have to learn up yeah see how it feels with my knee start at the beginning and you know it might feel wonderful and you know and just build up slowly into it again you know and it might be great you know because i'm just gonna strip it all back things Mm -hmm. like you know i will train some squats and you see how it feels if it, you know it doesn't feel good i'll stop doing it but yeah the fact is start with just the bar yeah you're going you back know. to the basics start, start you know, same with deadlifting <laughs> start with just the bar yeah see how the knee mobility is improved because that's my main downfall at the moment i don't have a lot of knee yeah. flexion um yeah and then combine that with working on the ankle mobility you know having that you know so I get to start all over again on a lot of 
That'll be that'll be fun and new domes for you. Like you're sitting down and your body goes like, whoa. Yeah, never <laughs> what see is it. This? Yeah, never see it as like a failure or a regression. Yeah. Um, now have yeah it is. It, it is progress and i think if you have had an injury before you know you you your body compensates so again it's you know it's it's like if you you know are working with a physio or you're, you're coming back from an injury it's so easy to fall back into those old habits of how you used to move so yeah re- it's really worth working with someone who can help you on that yeah. Um, people rush back to yeah. try and get back to where we were just jump straight in yeah yeah learn from the injuries otherwise because injuries are yeah. they're a learning point yeah don't also as you're going to the physio don't look at it as yeah it's the physio's job and you know you're just waiting to get better learn learn from that injury and take notes it, it, it comes in handy so even if it happens again if happens to someone like you you, you get smarter with every sort of impingement or injury and, and you learn more about how you move, mm-hmm. how you recover, I guess, also. So, yeah, you, you learn from it. Yeah. Because I know, like, when I had the SI issue, I, like, I, I was feeling like this was done. I couldn't train the way I wanted to and it messed up with my, with my, with my head. And the moment I changed that and started learning from it, 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 it felt different. I was relearning and I understood, you know, what had happened and how to fix it. So don't look at an injury as a setback. Just use, use yeah. it to learn and don't, don't let it get to your head too much. Especially, I know for guys who are into sports and are trying to make it into a career or something, it, it, it can mm. mess with your head big time. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so I, I guess to sum up, like, you know, functional is so unique to you. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't need to be complicated. I think that's what people really think. It needs to be, yeah, that functional equals complex. But it really is, as we always go on about, just the basics and just starting slow. And I know how it's like you want to get from here to there ASAP, but. You know, just just really taking your time, and I must say that's what the great thing about being pregnant because you you kind of have a smaller range yeah. of exercises that you can do. So like, I, I post my when I train, I post it, and it's like the same every single week. And I'm like, oh well, you know, and I I still post it even if people have seen it, just to show that you know, you generally do the same thing. And you know, for some, you have to go back to basics. Uh, and I'll just say again, like basic does not mean easy. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. It is not the easy way out either. You know, always build that strong foundation. And yeah, I, um, I can't remember who it was, but who did break down some CrossFit movements to be a bit sort of less complex. I thought those were those were quite fun. But again, like understanding, yeah, like different types of training. Uh, I can't remember what episode that was. Um, you know, it is, is helpful as well. Like if you're doing metabolic, if you're doing strength, if you're, you know, working more for hypertrophy like just i think understanding those are useful too but again like don't complicate it stick to those basic movement patterns we talked about you know and yeah work with a physio work with a coach film yourself that is so good but that's why i like filming myself for instagram because you're like ooh, i thought i was uh yeah i thought i was doing that differently 
Um, yeah, sorry. Like, oh. That time I've been doing myself and gone, I'm not posting that. That's oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I redo, I redo that. Or when you thought you're doing like a slow eccentric and you're like, okay, that was not like, four that seconds. Quick. <laughs> or, or pauses at the bottom where you're like, that wasn't really a pause. <laughs> it felt like a pause in the moment. But actually, yeah. that's not a pause at all. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think really film yourself. Like, don't, don't be scared to do it. Because uh, I mean, I get my clients to film themselves for me, but I'm like, you know, film yourself for you as well like it's 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 such a useful useful mm. thing to do and you need a fancy uh, tripod i just prop mine up against it get someone to film you it's really easy yeah and uh yeah don't 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 be seduced by uh <laughs> functional training programs like just you know read them through and and yeah. Understand. understand what they are mm. like if it's just a bit of fun you want to run around that's fine yeah do it yeah but don't you know try and make sure you're lifting correctly there's easier things to do for that as you know saying just join an aerobics class yeah. if you just want to get sweat if you want to build muscle then it's still not the thing for yeah. you you know unless you go from nothing but the reality is you can work on your movements then join those classes yeah, yeah. exactly Oh, I think that's a good a good place to end that. And um, yeah, I hope everyone has a great functional day. <laughs> yeah, walk. Yeah, just walk. <laughs> and we'll see you in the next episode.